Well, let's welcome back Coach Tresky. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Uh, biggest team update, guys are guys are coming off a, a great great win um, on homecoming and and really just four quarters of really well played football. Um, proud of our team, proud of how we played together, and um, just feeling thankful for that Saturday. It was a special night. Um, community was supportive, and um, it was just it was a good night. Well, big comeback victory for you guys. Matt Davis looked like he was in complete command in this game. How did you feel about his performance for you guys? I was so proud of Matt. Um, I've been waiting for him to feel that, that level of confidence. Um, he's worked really hard. You know, I actually got my QB meetings going to be coming up here at 11 and the guys come in and they, they got a really great understanding of the game, but it, but it always changes when you get out of the field, right? Things move a little bit fast. Um, in the first two weeks we saw that, like sometimes, um, he had a hard time slowing things down. So for him to play the way we know he's capable and uh, for that whole QB room, you know, I was excited for him and I'm um, just proud of his, his performance. You know, one thing I noticed is that his connection to Carter Schneider really seemed to blossom as that game was going along. You got at looking forward, you got to look at these two as going to be very difficult to stop in the conference. I agree. Yeah. They've got a unique kid. I mean, they grew up together, so they played high school all together. Um, so there is a unique connection. You know, Carter's a tremendous receiver, and, and we're always trying to find ways to get him, to, you know, some touches and, and matchups. But um, where you really see that connection shine is when things break down. Um, the last, the last play, for example, like we started to have kind of a broken route, and Matt flushed slightly, um, and Carter and him just they, they have a tendency to connect in those moments, and it was really great to see. Well, I think we would be really negligent if we didn't talk about the incredible performance of your kicker, Arnolfo Ortega, who had quite the game for you. Yeah, he, he's phenomenal. Arnolfo, is, uh, we, we really view him as a weapon offensively. Um, you know, he, he hit a 46-yarder, um, has the ability to hit you know, from 50-ish um, consistently, and, and it just really changes how you have to approach uh, some of those third and fourth downs in the red zone. And um, I think one of the biggest – Biggest changes was right before half, we, we, we shot ourselves in the foot with a couple penalties, um, but had a nice chunk play to put us in range. And, like, to be able to say, like, hey, we're at the 25, and we, we, can come, we know we can come away with points, um, it's something I haven't been able to do in my coaching career. And it's a credit to Arnulfo and um, his talent, but really his work ethic. The kid works incredibly hard, puts so much time in, um, and has just grown, you know, every, every week that we get a chance to work with him. Now, one of the things I was really impressed with, defense had, was kind of a challenge a little bit in the first half, really came alive in the second. How did you feel about their performance, and what was it that kind of led them to be able to dominate that way? I think um, we just saw a change at the line of scrimmage. Um, yeah, I think early on, Lakeland had a nice job with some of the read-run game. Um, they got us guessing a little bit. And then we were oversetting pockets. So one thing, Lakeland's got a really athletic young quarterback. Um, Robbie's he's a nice athlete. And so if you aren't disciplined with your with your pocket presence as a defender, which you don't hear a lot of coaches talk about, but having that 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 understanding of how to funnel him back to your teammates, we were overrunning him at times and allowing him to to exploit it. So that, that was a huge adjustment that we made at half and talked through. Um, I thought the secondary did a much better job of of. Doing, you know, doing our thing in coverage, being more disciplined, not giving free routes and making them earn it. And um, that was the key. It was 
it was a, the best part of that whole thing for me was to see our defense close a game out because um, last year that was a, a huge challenge of ours. Uh, so to see them have the game in their hands and finish it was was a huge step for those guys. Your players of the game? Uh, so we, we have a few. Um, you know, I think we'll start with our scout group. It was the best scout look that we had um, in my time here. It was it was really impressive to see. And um, all there was probably five or six guys that you, you could have nominated for the scout D, but we, we gave it to Jared Fitzel. Um, it's hard to replicate Lakeland's blitz scheme and movements up front. They're very athletic and they're aggressive. Um, but Jared just did a phenomenal job of coming at us with the blitz game and made us have to really be on point. Um, so our O-line felt like the game was a little bit slower because of his work and, and some of the other guys. Um, Scout O, you know, they're athletic. They, they, they take shots. They, they do some good things um, at the quarterback spot. They're, they're, they're moving around. And we had a, a, our young quarterback, Nate Griffith, um, was our scout O player of the week, um, just making good reads and challenging our DBs. Um, because of that, you saw our offensive and defensive players do well. So our offensive player of the week was Matt Davis, um, just efficient with the football, extended plays with his legs, had like 300, almost 370 yards of offense. Um, and did it in a, in a very efficient way. Ty Castillo was the defense player of the week. Um, three TFLs, 15 tackles, was all over the field. Um, you'd see him, you know, making 35-yard runs um, to the perimeter and, and, and stopping dudes. And the the Warrior of the Week for Tega was the special teams um, player of the week, but the Warrior of the Week was Connor Martin. And Connor was a guy who came in the game not not expecting to start, but was locked in. You know, I, I saw him talking through concepts all game long. Um, and when he had his chance, he broke up two or three passes, was, was fitting the run, and, and had a big interception for us. So um, it was cool to see him ready when his, his name was called. Now, this week you guys are off. I'm wondering after a big victory like that if you'd rather be returning to the field this week. It's, yeah, it's, it's hard. Like, you, you want to keep the momentum rolling. Um, but also I, I say, like, having a bye week off that, you, you, the team's feeling confident, feeling good, feeling motivated. Um, you know, we, we've got a great opponent coming up here in, in a little over a week with Aurora, um, so it gives us a little bit extra time to prep for them and um, just to get our guys right. One of the things I love about the bye week is it's a chance to, to pour back into your young guys. Um, so that's been a huge focus of us um, this week is just getting those guys on pace with our offense and defensive scheme and playing confident because as the season rolls on, you know, we still have seven weeks. Um, you know, you're, there's going to be some guys that right now don't feel like they have a significant role, but by week seven, eight, nine, um, they will. And so we want to make sure they're ready for that. What do you do, or is there really anything that you do differently with the team during this bye week? So um, we had a, a JV game scheduled. Um, so for all of our younger players that aren't getting a lot of reps on Saturdays, Unfortunately, the, the the team that we had scheduled, they weren't able to field a couple of positions, um, so they asked if we could reschedule. So we did an inner squad um, for those guys, so our young guys kind of scrimmaged each other. Um, and then we've done some correctional things, kind of like a little bit of a reset. There's a few things that you add to your mix. You know, it gives you an extra week to maybe add one or two things in your offense or defensive scheme. And today, you know, today we're, we're looking at a chance to catch up and, and get an extra day on Aurora. So today will be very, very um, Aurora oriented. Well, let's jump into fan questions and we'll start with Adam. You sort of answered this already a little bit, but uh, he would like to know how long of a field goal do you believe that Arnolfo Ortega is capable of kicking this year? Uh, 
I think he could easily hit 50 to 55 in that range. I mean, the, the biggest issue for us is, is can we make sure we have good operation and protection for him? But I've seen him routinely hit those distances. Um, it hit a 46 with room on Saturday. Um, so I, we, we feel confident in, in his ability to get us where we need to, for sure. Vic would like to know how exciting it was it for you to win a big game like that at homecoming. Uh, well, anytime you get a chance to win a homecoming game, it's special. Um, you know, you're in front of alum and community. Um, being a, being an alum from here, it, it definitely is, is special to do it in front of guys that I know help build this program. Um, you know, we have tremendous development team and support in our administration. They had a fireworks night, so to to have almost a good game in front of the people that care about you is nice and. Um, you know, I think doing it against a good opponent like Lakeland and against the staff that I obviously worked with and respect um, just made it that much more special. Bill wonders, how does your relationship with Coach Bruton change during the week when you two play against each other? <laughs> uh, you talk a little less about uh, one another. So the, the conversation shifts to, to things that aren't related to our game. We Actually, funny, we did talk that Thursday night, uh, just checking in on each other and it's it's unique because like, in in one respect, you know, you feel so great. We played well. We played well against a good team. We had a nice win. And then the other respect, you're shaking the hand of the guy that lost. It's one of your best friends, you know. So it's it's tough um, to to kind of have your success be his failure or vice versa. Um, but we 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 got a great relationship. You know, I'm pulling for him and and that whole staff. I, I love all those guys. I either coached with or coached a lot of those guys. Um, so. I think they do a tremendous job, and I'm, I'm hoping that, that they get the team back you know, to where they're capable of being to finish the year. Connor says, it looks like someone used that cat idea in the Lakeland locker room at half because they sure did not do much after the break. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what, what, what's – honestly don't know what's contributed to that. Um, you know, they, they came out and did some really nice things, and it just seems to really struggle in the critical moments. Um, and that was our focus coming out of the half was like, hey, we, we, we've, we've been in the red zone multiple times. We've gotten the third and fourth down and long multiple times. Like, it's time to finish. Um, so our guys did that. They stepped up in, in, ma in major ways. And I don't know if it was a cat or, or something else that contributed to it, but it was part of it. Hal says, Coach, I think you have said in previous years that you always use a verse from the Bible that is the theme for the season. So what is this year's verse? Uh, we actually, so it hasn't shifted much. Um, our, our verse for our team is John fifteen thirteen, which is greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for one's friends. Um, so you might even hear our team, you know, if you're watching a game, you might hear us when we break down, we always say, Hey, how do we show love? And the team will respond like work. We want, we want guys to understand, like, it's not, it's one thing to say you love your teammates or you have a brotherhood or a family. Um, it's another thing to say, that you love to work hard or be your best, but that stuff is honestly shown more than it's said. And so we're trying to teach our guys how important it is to, to show, show love and to be selfless and to give of ourselves. And Saturday was a great example of that. We had so many guys um, step up in, in major ways. And um, quite honestly, the scout team alone, right, who didn't get the glory of a Saturday but were the reason that we performed the way we did, they showed love from Monday to Friday so that we could have a good Saturday. So really proud of our team, um, really thankful um, that they believe in, in the same thing, that they're, they're all in on, on showing love for one another because, you know, ultimately it's it's not about football. It's about life and, and living our lives for God the way that he lived for us. So, 
Steve says, let's hear some Packers talk, Coach. How do they look to you so far? Uh, Bears game looked pretty good. So I, I, they finally got Aaron Jones going. I, he's he's such a dynamic player. Um, when when he touches it 15-plus, they're pretty tough to stop. So I think that was a huge part of it. Um, the other thing is, like, early on, the, the the Viking game seemed like they were trying to flow through the pass game and vice not vice versa. Every time you watch the Packers run the football, um, they're much more dynamic. So hopefully you see more of that moving forward. And what are the the words of wisdom from Coach Dresky for this week? Uh, so words words of wisdom. We we had talked before the game um, how important it was to to walk by faith. And uh, there was a there's a story in the Bible where when they when they're trying to enter the promised land, um, it wasn't a smooth process, right? So God gave them a promise, but He didn't promise it would be easy. And there was quite a few that wanted to shy away and didn't want to go through the adversity that was lying before them. But God um, had them approach a, a, a very fortified city, a strong city, um, Jericho, and had them walk around the city seven times um, before they were to take it. And the lesson for, for our team was, listen, like you're going to face some adversity and you're going to face some giants. So there's going to be times when we play a team like a Lakeland or you know an Aurora where – Everybody on the outside is going to say you have no busy, no business competing with them. But if you act by faith and if you trust and you walk step by step, knowing that God has something for you, um, you watch Him move and you watch Him change that atmosphere. You watch Him change that situation in your life. And so, um, I'm thankful that we had kind of that 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 visual lesson um, for ourselves on Saturday, and I'm hopeful that we carry it with us well beyond football. That. And when we walk in step with the Lord, that we can trust that he has victories for us that, that we will never even anticipate getting ourselves. And that's when you really see God move, right, when it's something that, that you, can't, you can't do on your own. That's fantastic. Coach, thanks for joining us this week. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Rob.